Hey, Scott, guess what? What? We are back with a new Phoebe, and the holidays are just around the corner. Holy shit. Oh, my God. And the only reason we're back with a new Phoebe is because Audible said, hey, guys, dust off the Phoebe machine yeah. and turn it on because we're going to sponsor your podcast. Boom. <laughs> Today's sponsor is Audible.com, leading provider in spoken audio information entertainment. Listen to audiobooks, whatever. Wherever. You want. Uh Guys, you, you've heard about it. You know Audible.com. You're listening to this show. Why haven't you signed up yet? Just go sign up. Literally all you have to do to make us happy for Christmas. You want to get Scott and Matt a present? Go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash feed. And then you're giving us something, but then you're getting a lot in return. Oh, my God. You so what we want is for you to get something. Yeah. By us getting something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a give, get, give. And uh, here's Phoebe number 40-something. We yeah. never know Did what we cross the line? number it is. <laughs> I don't know. Eh, whatever. Are we 40? Uh, Enjoy Phoebe yeah. something. Check, check. Oh. Scott, take your microphone, put your headphones on. I don't, I don't, I don't want to ever be a part of something where it's like you say that we're a part, a great bunch of misfits. <laughs> uh, we're just a bunch of misfits here doing peep. Oh, don't do that. I don't <laughs> ever want to. That should never be. If you call yourself a misfit, you shouldn't. You just don't do it. We're just turning up our levels here, getting shit ready. We're a group of misfits. Oh. Are we going to leave the TV out? <laughs> what if we just did? We've given up. We're we, sitting. We're, we're just viewing. <laughs> this could possibly be down. the most casual. Welcome to Phoebe. <laughs> the most casual Phoebe Christmas. Casual Christmas Casual Phoebe. Christmas Phoebe. Uh, Scott and I are in uh, the living room at Casa de Myra. We are. And uh, <laughs> we're, watching we're literally watching HGTV. We are. We're watching. Uh, was it Deke? Deke. He's, he's got. Uh, he builds tiny houses. Yeah, that's what is. He and he loves bold colors, and he has a group of misfits. And he. Just, and I was saying like that. That just bugged me. <laughs> it just bothered me. What's wrong with being labeled a misfit, Scott? Well, the problem is you label yourself. Okay. It really is like if if I went over there and saw Deke and his building crew and I was like, "Man, you are a gang of misfits." I think that's I mean, I would never do that, but but yeah. self being a self I would say ironically, they the misfits all seem to look exactly like each other and therefore fit. Yeah. I mean, I, that's the thing is like people sort of use it as a if you're pronouncing that you're a misfit you're you're possibly not really a misfit there's been a giant misuse of the word misfit i think <laughs> going back how long scott what would i you think say? it started in the 60s <laughs> <laughs> or, or maybe even the 50s i think it became i think misfit became like once it got, it got at some point, and I have no idea yeah, when but you're it got taken over the 50s. by people calling themselves misfits, as opposed to like 
People going like, oh, he's a misfit. What a misfit. Oh, that Matt Meyer, what a misfit. It they, became they, more just like, I'm a misfit, dad. So it was I don't fit. Right after Rebel <laughs> Without a Cause, everyone thought they were a misfit. Yeah, like people just decided that they're misfits. I don't need to fit, dad. I'm a misfit. Fittings for assholes, dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to get a job, dad. I don't want to be like you. And this dude is like, I mean... I like as far as like no offense to Deke, but like you are not a misfit. <laughs> Deke fits in just fine. Deke's wearing denim and a button up shirt. I yeah, mean but it's plaid, so look he, out everybody. And even in like look, here's the reality. If Deke had a bunch of tattoos and shit like that, he still wouldn't be a misfit. Not today, not in this day and age. Yeah, but like if he was wearing a fucking ballerina costume and a fucking <laughs> Butt plug, a visible butt plug. Visible. <laughs> I don't know why. What, the, what if the butt plug? What if the only, the end of the butt plug you saw was just a narwhal? Like, so, so it was like a narwhal shoved its porn into his ass. Now that, if that's how Deke came out and built tiny houses, then I'd be like, he is, he is definitely a misfit. Deke. Uh, let's talk about the small house movement for a second since it's on television in front of us. Yes. There's a very big tiny house. There's a tiny house movement that's sweeping the nation. (laughs) Uh, I wouldn't wouldn't (laughs) say, Scott, that it is sweeping the nation. How do you know? There's a show about it. There's a show about it, but it's not like everywhere I look, oh, another tiny house. Like in Los Angeles, I would say. They're small. You can't see them. Los Angeles, and I think uh, a lot of the metropolitan areas of the country, I think the big thing right now is mixed use. <laughs> mixed use? What's that? You know, oh, retail like, space on the oh, bottom. yeah, yeah, yeah. Housing on top. Yeah. They're I, in New Bedford. Oh, they're in Mass. They're going to make a tiny house in... I fucking totally blew Tiny house in Mirsha <laughs> I couldn't get a hold of a bastard accent. Going to build a tiny house. Hey! Your house isn't that big. My boat's fucking bigger than your house, queer. <laughs> You're not a misfit. <laughs> you look like you fit in just fine. You, you look so insulting. Someone might tell you they fit in. You are accepted by everyone around you. Nobody is put off by your appearance. You fit in just <laughs> fine. Your actions are not abnormal. You are building a house. Albeit a small house. (laughs) (laughs) New England demo and salvage. He likes to... Here's what I bet they're going to pull out of this uh, place. Uh, Windows. Yeah. They always love to get windows. Oh, they're in heaven, Scott. Oh, my God. (laughs) We turn this episode into an audio commentary of an HGTV show that we're not even sure of the name of. Doorknobs. I think it's called... uh, I don't know what it's called. It's like a tiny ha- tiny. Is it? There's no. There's no. There's. It's not on the button. Wait, oh, it's not like. Yeah, the button it says like actually the show coming after it or no show that comes out that's, tomorrow. That's talking about they're realistic. A, they're in a salvage thing and they're and they're basically gonna buy old shit. I mean, here's my okay. So here's my thing. Yeah. About Windows. Yep. So the only problem with Windows, and I'm sure Deke may have an answer for this, but I'm not. He's uh, he's not here to defend himself. Is that, you know, old windows are not necessarily that 
energy efficient. Right. That's what I gotta that's my question to you, super misfit Deke. <laughs> Is that exact oh man, they're exact they're going exactly for the fucking windows, just like I called. They are. They're going to grab these old windows and then they're We're not. buying salvage windows. It's important to look, to look for, for cracks, cracks crumbling, crumbling putty, putty, dry, dry rot, and, and bug damage. damage. <laughs> oh, so uh, making that's, an entire wall that's his of windows. Move, yeah. uh, entire... <laughs> what if that's how he drew? I would never let him build anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just... It's very Crayola crayony. He's just like, here's the plans for your new house. He's like, Deke, <laughs> Deke, this looks... Deke, you drew this... On the on a on a placemat at a, yeah. at a restaurant. It's gonna be amazing. Old windows uh, made by people who don't fit in. <laughs> We're really. This is an odd choice by us to do this. To I people. don't even. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't. Uh, you had it on. Well, I, it was unintentional. So it started. It was unintentional. My comment was. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is like living in my own house because my wife has this, this like HGTV and not even necessarily like watching specifically. Well, she, there's a few different shows she kind of watches, but she just kind of has it on. It's her default channel. What shows, what, do you, what would you say is her favorite HGTV show? I think she has, she watches Property Brothers, uh-huh. um, which I, I tend to enjoy because it's very Canadian. Yeah, I've never gotten into Property Brothers. Um, I'll kind of glance at that. And then she watches, what was the one that was on before? The the people in Texas. Is it Texas? Oh, or? yeah. The the Renov... Love it or... No, not no, love it or listen. Renovation. Renovation. Revolution. Renovation. Masturbation. Oh. <laughs> fucking renovate my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Scott, we're about to put the second coat on your dick. I think this color's going to pop. We like bright colors. We're just a bunch of misfits renovating dicks. Somebody's named Creature. Shippy, Shippy Johnny, Johnny Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Oh, they are misfits. I'm telling you, it's like there's a lot of effort being put into like, we're different. Oh, God, this might be the most annoying episode of any podcast and then one guy was just like, I ain't getting on Was the- that Johnny Milwaukee? That was Creature. Oh, uh, Creature's like, fuck that. I ain't taking an ATV. Wow. So they're really just building that out in the middle of nowhere. How are they going to get power out there? Um, you could, Well, you could try to go solar. Yeah. You know, you yeah, go it off- sounds like there's a lot of tree coverage for solar. You could go there. off the grid. Um, uh, running power would be tough. Yeah, thank you. We just decided that. Um. Scott, holidays are coming. Yeah, we're. This is probably based on our. Let's look. Let's just be honest. This is the Christmas feed. This is, <laughs> this is not going to happen. This is absolutely the Christmas feed. <laughs> I have to go to New York next week, and then I'm back for like three days, and then I have to go to Palm Springs. So it's like a whole. Yeah, and I'm gone. I leave after Christmas. I'm gonna head up north. Um. Which how how far up north where are you going? I'm going up to uh, going to the cabin. Going to the cabin. Nice. As people, I don't know why people uh, the stabbing cabin. <laughs> All right, which going I guess means cabin. where you you know you get. I don't think it's a it's it's not a horror. You thing. get some sweet sweet dick up there. Uh, yeah, fucking renovate some dicks. <laughs> You're gonna renovate some, mouth. <laughs> some dick renovation. <laughs> Something about the saliva in Mosher's mouth rejuvenates penises. Oh, penis rejuvenation. How would I? How would you? Do, how would I? Like, because if I could do that, right? if you could rejuvenate dicks, it was my mouth. Yeah, not like I don't have to suck it. I just gotta put it in there for like 
30 seconds. I, I assume it's like, yeah, it's just like you gotta I just, just gotta hold get a it coat in my on mouth. there. You just gotta yeah. get a coat of. Uh, I gotta spackle it. Yeah. Oh, look at this. Oh, oh this boy. Going oh, well. boy. Um, anyway, so if I had to do that and if I could get paid. How much do you think? I, I don't. First of all, how much do you think it's worth? What, well, it's like, what is it? What does rejuvenate mean? Like, I can, I can cure impotency. Like, there has to be something that is, that is like. I mean, in my mind, it would just give you the because if it just makes it look of prettier. An year old. Yeah, maybe. Like, yeah, that's like, your that's your lame part. That's your lame power. It makes dicks look prettier. <laughs> yeah, the skin gets a little tighter. Yeah. I get rid of unwanted blemishes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, see, that would I wouldn't do it because I would I couldn't make any money. It uh-huh. would have to be like. 30 seconds in my mouth increases blood flow, um, size. <laughs> like, that is where you could make money. Oh, so you're thinking your dick rejuvenation is the opposite of tiny renovation. The, the tiny house movement. It's dick renovation. Dick renovation. Not rejuvenation. It's renovation. Uh, I renovate your dick. So what you're saying is... I'll do an add-on. Let's say you could... <laughs> what if you heard of a guy? <laughs> you're like... I'm like, listen, Scott... There's yeah. this guy. He just you just put your dick in his mouth for like ten seconds. Yeah. And when you're done, it's bigger, better, better, faster, faster six million dollars stronger drink. than you ever could have imagined. And you've done it? Uh I haven't done it, but I know a guy who's done it. And did you see it? Yeah. And did you I mean, have like looks, a before and after? It's like, yeah. It's it's Scott. It's it looks much better and bigger. Would I do it? How yeah. much does it cost? Well, that there's two questions here. Would you do it, and how much is it worth to you? I mean, I'm not like I'm uh, I'm pretty fine with my dick. Yeah, sure. You know, sure. Like I'm not. I don't like look in the mirror and go like. like even if they said I'm gonna give your dick like two full more inches, like that's I'm just so lazy that I wouldn't even bother. Like even if it was like an outpatient procedure at a hospital, and it costs yeah. forty bucks. Well, part of it's just like it doesn't do that much for me, right? Yep. Like if Alex was like, "Get, give me for Christmas, I want two more inches on that thing." <laughs> I mean, then I guess I would think about it. Well, then it's a Christmas present, so yeah, then it's different. But then it would be a cost thing where if they were like it's fifteen grand, I'd be like, "Oh, fuck it, come on." That's seven and a half grand an inch. That's a lot of money for a Christmas present. Have you done all your Christmas shopping yet? Um, no, but I technically don't have to do all of it. Um, some of it because I can't go up for Christmas. So my, with some of my with my family, we're doing it on New Year's. So mm-hmm. I got I've bought me a couple couple of weeks. But I think I'm. It, there's not. There's not. Whoa, shit. Sorry, we're still watching TV. <laughs> that was not even compelling television. Oh, this fucking shit. truck, like, sort of did a little Scott, wheelie. It's I'm kinda... sorry, but you've lost TV privileges because <laughs> uh, I got distracted. Yep, TV's off. Um, I would. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, it would be like unless I, I don't have a problem with my dick, so it's not like someone I've spent my whole life going like, if only there was a mouth. <laughs> not, we were just talking about your Christmas shopping and you're back on adding it just to your dick. <laughs> um, I finished all my Christmas shopping for the most part. Um, I'm not like, um, it's, I don't, my tendency is like, why, 
Like, I'm not like, let's save up everything and fucking buy a bunch of shit at Christmas. Like, I'm like, I buy, like, I would rather live in a world where it's like, I just, you know, you know, buy people shit. I buy my, like, my wife's a little bit like, well, what do you want? She's like, stop buying yourself stuff. And I'm like, I'm 43 years old. Like, I don't want to wait five months for a cookbook or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, I totally get that. Like, I don't, I, I have no interest in that. I'm like, this is, I don't. It's not that I don't give a fuck about Christmas, but I don't really give a fuck about Christmas. Well, I like the time off. Yeah. All uh-huh. the gift giving and all that stuff is like, I don't really care. It's like, let's just get together and fucking have a few beers and fucking, I don't need to, like, because I don't, I, I don't necessarily want anything. Right. I don't really want anything. My parents are like, they want us to donate money to charity of their name and like, you know, my nieces, I get it. Like, wait, your parents want you to donate to charity in their name yeah what kind of weird canadian parents do you have <laughs> they just are like they don't want because I, I you know what i feel the same way i would rather people be like hey man give some i don't know buy some family some goats you know you can do that shit like do oh, something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that sure. but like i i will go out and get whatever i want i get like i, I i'm at I, I, that's how i want to live my life if i want a book i'll get it if i want a fucking if i want to purchase a man's mouth to increase my, to renovate my dick, then I would just go do it. I wouldn't be like, hey, honey, like, I'll wait, you know, why don't you give it to me for Christmas and then I'll go give it, and then I'll give it to you for New Year's. (laughs) So what we've done with your dick is we've added a water feature. (laughs) Yeah, it's very soothing. Really brings the focal point (laughs) up. Um, Yeah, I don't really, like, gifts to me are, are, um, I don't know. Like, I feel like I have to try to figure out, like, what do I want that I don't have? You know? Yeah, it's hard. I don't. I don't. I. I <laughs> Dory and I went Christmas shopping separately yesterday. The idea being, I would go shopping for her. For her. She'd go shopping for me. I was gone for about five hours. She was gone. For I bought thirty other things. <laughs> I bought zero things, Scott. I was like, I, where, I'm, I'm, I was getting, I was like at all the wrong stores. I just had no, I, um, it was a bad time. It was a bad time yesterday. I ordered something. On, I just, I, I know what my wife, that's the thing too, is my wife, like I'm more just like, just fucking tell me what you want. Yeah. You want me to have a bigger dick? Done. Done. You want me? Well, I, I mean, that, we are, that's a fantasy. There is no mouth. <laughs> right. Well, that we know of. But she can. She can, um, yeah. Who knows? You know, how? Who knows? There's like could be man mouths out there that are never going to be tested. Aww, that's just True. sad. It's just a waste. Um, I wanted to know, like, I want to know what she wants. So, you know. Oh wait, so you ask her? You say, "What do you want?" Where's the fun in that? Um, I don't even want her to tell me what stories to go to. Oh God, because then I feel like a failure if I can't figure it out on my own. Because you know what Christmas is to me? It's about fucking time off. <laughs> like, that's what Christmas is about. Like, people, it's not about Christ. I don't I don't believe in that shit. It's not about Santa, because that's bullshit, too. No, okay? it's not. You know what it's it is? No, it's not. It's true. Don't be, you're I'm joking. Here. You're I'm going to tell you about you're joking. what sex is what? and that Santa Claus doesn't exist. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> no. Santa's real. And you know why Santa doesn't exist? Why? Because no. of sex. Ah! <laughs> 
Because as soon as you get your first erection, you're like, there is no Santa. This is Santa. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I just, I like Christmas. I like the whole season of Christmas. I like all of it. I dig it. I dig like, I dig dinners and hanging out and like just chilling and like, it's like, like it's time off. It, the great part about Christmas to me as an adult is like, and I hear, let me preface this. I know that some people have to work all the way through Christmas. So not everybody is going to agree with me because they don't have the same experience. Also, we work For in me, a, we work in a field that shuts itself. Our down. business, our business is shut down right now. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. it's on fumes. Yeah. Like nobody's doing shit. Nobody's making any decisions. Like next week we have to shoot some at midnights, but I'm I think I overheard the guy who works at the uh little cafe on the lot he's not gonna be there <laughs> so we're not gonna yeah. have food <laughs> I, I mean i have to work um i have to work kind of up till christmas but what ends up happening is basically from christmas eve till after new year's the whole business shuts down so my you know and that's been my life for 20 years and i know it's not other people's lives and and like i, I like i think the you know I'm more like everything should shut down. That would be awesome. Everybody yeah. just go fucking home. We're just hanging out at home. But like, I mean, I guess there would be that immediate thing of like, how do we get booze? Well, it's like <laughs> they plan ahead. <laughs> There's no food. There's no food or we're booze. Starving. We're starving, but we're all, but we're all together having time off. And my dick looks great. My dick looks amazing. The gift that keeps on giving inch by inch. <laughs> um. I for me it's like you know over time it's just become like there's no nobody's emailing well that's not technically true I mean there's always like a little sometimes there's work residual stuff happening but generally speaking it's pretty quiet and that's what I like I like you know I like not working it's great not working is great yeah. I mean I get bored with myself very quickly I like the idea of not working and then the actual execution of it I'm bad at I I can do it well, I mean, see, because not work. Everyone always just whenever I say like, "Oh, I totally not work," and then people are like, "You work all the time." Uh, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's true," but like, and they're like, "What would you do?" And I'm like, "Just because you're not working, like, work is not the only thing to do, right? Like, work is not the only thing in the world that's an activity. Like, there's plenty of things that I would do. I would keep very busy. See, that's the thing. Yeah, I always keep busy. I would always, I'll always be busy, no matter what happens. But it's not necessarily that I have to be busy working that I have that I'm not like, I don't go like, what am I going to do with myself? Like I got tons of shit to do. Well, I think I'm going to build a table. That's what I'm going to do over the break. See, that's like, I'm, I I tend to be like, you know, read, draw, fucking do whatever. Like I just, I, I do keep myself busy. I just, but like I enjoy, not having to be somewhere, having to, you know, like, I like doing it on my own schedule. Like, that's what I enjoy. God damn it. That's what I enjoy. I like waking and up whenever I want. I don't have to I fucking want. goddamn apologize for it. <laughs> you, 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 you say you're sorry right now. Oh, here he comes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm back. <laughs> um, I if I have a great idea for a gift for Al, going back to gifts, like <clears throat> here's my thing. Not every year 
I can come up with a great, like if, if something hits me where I'm like, oh fuck, that's what, like, I know she's going to love that. Mm-hmm. And that like, I've, I've got one of it. If I can do it, great. If I, if, but if I can't, then my default is like, fuck it. Like, what do you want? Like lay it on me and I'll go get that. You know, like the years there, there are years like this year where I'm like, I don't necessarily know. I don't have that great idea. So let's just go for the other thing, which is like, what the fuck do you want? Like, Matt, what do you want? I'm good, Scott. I got everything I need pretty much. Yeah. So in that world, like, why should I get you something? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like you have to, you're supposed to. Cause you gotta give me some. You gotta give give me give me some. I just fucking Christmas is over. Cause it's like, what do you give people? Like, like I'm like I get you a fucking video game or a DVD or something that I'm like, it's kind of a gift. Yeah. But essentially, it's like it's kind of just like oh, I didn't have to pay for that thing that I was gonna get anyway. <laughs> Which I guess is technically a gift. Yeah, I guess. But it doesn't feel like a gift. Gift. I don't yeah. know. I think it's you know, and then there's like a whole like. You put a budget on it. You like say, okay, this year we're just keep it under. I I, I gotta say, I, I do not like the whole like that whole like gift exchange thing of like keep it under thirty dollars and like so then you we don't draw like, you names. Hate, you you are you hate a a uh, a uh, 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 secret Santa. Ugh. <laughs> I don't like, I like, here's my thing with stuff. I don't want fucking something I don't want. Right. And you do that secret Santa shit, and then there's the thing where it's just like, you can swap out, and suddenly it's like, I got, you know, fucking Bob stole the book I wanted, and now I got a fucking set of coasters. And I'm like, fuck, like, I don't want this shit. And I want to just be like, hey, does anyone want these fucking coasters? Because you know what I'm going to do with them? I'm either going to fucking, fucking break them and piss on them, out of anger? <laughs> it's a real issue, Scott. Or I'm just gonna give them away. Why don't you just burn them in your fire? Yeah, or, uh, but like, I do. I like. I can't tell you how much I like hate getting walking away with shit that I'm like, I don't want this fucking thing. Are you? Is this a problem for you? Are you constantly dealing with Secret Santa issues? Like, are no, you always? But it's like, are you always finding yourself in a situation where there's a Secret Santa? I there's like a few times a year. And I just don't like the idea of it. <laughs> it's a stuff thing. I really am like I I like even even as militant as I sound, it's like I still look around my house. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, why is that there? Like, I I, I just I can't. I mean, like the one thing that I or I'm like, it's like, look, I I like books. You want to give me something? Go right. buy me a book. Even that, but even then, I'm like. I got to tell people what book I want because I don't want them to buy me a book. And then I'm like, ugh, I might read that. I don't want stuff I don't want. Well, I think that's... Why is that so Why is that so wrong? Well, the beauty of Santa was he always knew what you wanted. Yeah, but he knew because like when you're a kid, it was... That's my point. Like parents... Like when I ask Alex what she wants, I'm like, what do you want? And then she's like, I want that. And I fucking buy it for her. It's like, it's the same thing. I just don't make her write a letter to a fictitious character. <laughs> So I can fucking find it. <laughs> you should make her write a letter to Santa. Yeah, I'm like, you want, you know. And then mail it. <laughs> She's just like, I know there's no Santa, and I know you just read it. I fucking steam. I steam open the letter, like read it at three in the morning. Why are you it steaming all? it? It could be opened, no problem. You know, not like it has to go to Santa to be seen. 
<laughs> Scott's really taking this too far. <laughs> I gotta steam it. I gotta steam it up, but I gotta reseal it, and then we gotta send it to Santa together. North Pole. Um, yeah, I don't. I just never. I guess it's you know. I guess when how you're a fucking kid, annoying is it when you leave? When you have to exit places with stuff you don't want. Like, I, I'm like... Oh, it just lives in the trunk of my car. There's so much stuff in the trunk of my car. I know. But like that's, that's like that to me is... And, and my point, and I think what my parents are saying is just like, if you have, if you have, mm-hmm. then then that's $30, right? Yeah. Somebody, it's like, you know what? Give that $30 to somebody else. Go buy some tube socks for people. Like, right? that's a real thing. Like, yeah. that is a real thing. There is somebody out there who will appreciate $30 worth of fucking tube socks. I'd be like, you could have gotten me $10 worth of tube socks and maybe <laughs> bought me a hot meal. <laughs> well, yeah, but maybe you got five kids. All right. I still think for 10 bucks, every kid can have socks. <laughs> yeah, but you got to have multiple pairs. Like, what are they going to wear the fucking same pair of socks? But the point is, Scott, our feet are warm, but we're hungry. They can double down on their socks if it gets cold. <laughs> Look, my point is that, like, this idea of gift exchanging amongst people who don't need this shit, does, that's part of what I object to. I believe that it's like, look, I think that, you know, I think that, if you go to a thing and like bring a bottle, of, like, well, let me hang on. Hold this, hold this thought. Scott's holding this thought. I'm gonna change the batteries in this thing. It's low. You're not drinking your coffee that I brought. Yeah. I'm gonna go get that too. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Well, Scott, now that we're recording again, I bet what we were saying was something you were complaining about. <laughs> I'm a little, I'm, I'm a, I'm a little soapboxy today. I got my, I got my fucking, my pants. I got fiery pants. Walmart shorts. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a little fiery today. Fired up. Hey, nice tree. Thanks. We got that uh, a couple of weeks ago. It's nice. We got a big, full, real Christmas tree. Yeah. That I have to go underneath and check if there's water all the time. Yep. That's what happens with trees. You got to make sure there's water, Scott, because you don't want it to catch fire. You don't want it to dry out and catch fire. It's then, a fire hazard. Did you have all of these ornaments? It, this is all ornaments purchased this year. Wow. That's big time. There's a very there's a collection of um balls and lights and yep. then there's a diet coke can. Yep. There's the bridge of the Enterprise. Yep. The Enterprise. <laughs> there's there's three Enterprises <laughs> on that tree. I have the Enterprise uh, D. I have the Enterprise D refit from the last episode of Star Trek The Next Generation, All Good Things. And I have the Enterprise E from First Contact. And then on the bo- on the corner on the left there, I have the Defiant, the USS Defiant from yep. Deep Space Nine. And if you look up there's a Ghostbusters. on the left, yep, there's Ecto-1. There's Ecto-1. Ecto now, here's the, here's the thing, Scott. G- get up with me. We'll go over to this tree for a second. All right. We're taking the podcast on the oh road, my God, everybody. <laughs> Are you guys? This, this dumb ornament. Which one? Hold this. This oh, is the bridge of the uh, Enterprise from Star Trek Two, and you press it, Scott. Whoa. <laughs> 
It would be more fun if it went off automatically. Yeah, sure. If you walk next to it, and then uh, this one is uh, this I bought. These are all these are all ornaments that I had when I was a kid. And you and my them? mother was like, I don't think my mother would send them to me. And this one, this is this is the this is the shuttlecraft from the Enterprise from the TV show. Yeah, and it says awesome things like this. Shuttlecraft to Enterprise. Shuttlecraft to Enterprise. Spock here. Happy holidays. Live long and prosper. Whoa! Is that, <laughs> is that is awesome? I think that's really Nimoy. That is. It is. It is. Wow. And then, uh, of course, this for some reason uh, I don't know why this is a Christmas ornament, but uh, when you hit the top button. Fucking what's his name is fucking ching. Well, Huey Park. Lewis is like ching. Oh, he wrote it. Yeah. Well, Huey Lewis. Remember that whole lawsuit because that was essentially it was I want a new drug. Oh, the 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 oh the musical composition yep. part. Yeah, it all lights up. And that's the Enterprise. Oh, look at that gorgeous ship. Anyway, Scott, we just did a tour of my tree. Now we're headed back. Now we're headed back. Wait, I gotta go in first. Well, we could switch position. The um. Yeah, so that ornament that I that I played that had uh, the Wrath of Khan is <laughs> so ridiculous. It's pretty goofy. But my point, and once again, is like if it just went off every hour or something, that would be more enjoyable than having to walk. <laughs> I don't know how it. enjoyable it would be. It says three different lines. Oh, like three, three different, different holes. Scenes. Yeah. So right, you saw was the Enterprise firing on the Reliant. It also has when the Reliant fired on the Enterprise, and then it has, um, and then it has. Kirk going, Khan, and then Ricardo Montalban oh, going, you still remember me, Admiral. <laughs> Is Ricardo Montalban dead? Yeah. 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 So he was, I mean, <laughs> not. So think about that. I mean, he's not everybody. really dead. He he lives on my tree. He lives on. His he voice lives on, lives on, on inside all of us. No. Okay. Inside some of us? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> inside his children? Sure. Um, do you think that that there will ever be like so? You know how like Santa Claus is successful theoretically. Like a lot of people say, the marketing of Santa, like particularly with Coke, sort of made the Santa that we all know. Uh huh. Do you think that we'll see a Santa revamp at some point? A reboot. Like a yeah, like a Santa Claus reboot. Like people are just like, so like now Santa wears shorts and. I mean, technically they've done all that stuff. Yeah, technically, like you can see, get a Santa in fucking Bermuda shorts and a Hawaiian shirt. It's like they, uh, to me, they've milked the Santa to dry. (laughs) I don't know if there's a new thing to do. Someone's made a porn of Santa fucking somebody. I'm sure. Like it's all been done. Like, is there really any more? Is there anywhere more to tread? I don't know. Is there any new Santa territory? But like, I feel like some sort of marketing company should make it their job to be like, we're gonna, we're gonna take Santa, and turn on its head, and then it'll catch, and then that'll be the new, that'll be the way that people see Santa from now on. Well, the big question is if we're moving into a world where it's like they change, you know, the big thing would be like, can we change his ethnicity? Yeah. No. Why not? They can't. Why? Because Santa's already multiple ethnicities. For instance, there's a black Santa that goes to the mall. There's a white Santa. What? There's a black Santa. If you go to like inner city malls, there's a black Santa. 
Oh, like for taking pictures with the kids? Yeah. Huh. I mean, that's great. I mean, yeah. it's all like, look, here's my thing. I I still am like the person who's like, why not why not take why not as a parent take credit for like working all that and buying this shit? <laughs> I would have a hard I like I guess I get it. I don't know. I've had this debate with a lot of people. I don't know if I've had this debate with you, but I've had the debate with a lot of people where I'm like, what would be, would Christmas, like, my question is, would Christmas, I think Christmas would still be Christmas if you just got rid of Santa. And some people are like, oh, but all the magic could be gone. I'd be like, you know, is is that is that the essence of what's magical about it? Is, I think is the a part lie? Of, I think part of it is. Is the lie what makes yes, it magical? Scott, I think so. Deceit, deceiving people? Well, when you were a kid, people? you believed in Santa. Yeah, but I'm like, but the point is, like, then you, just, but then you. But find wasn't that out fun for you? Yeah, but but what's fun about Santa? Do you not like to give people the joy you had? What you selfish jo- joy sucker? But essentially, isn't what was fun about Santa is that he gave you shit? Like when you're a kid, like that's what like that was kind the lie is the. But it was also like part of the whole fact of like there's this magical guy who can travel faster than the speed of light and go down chimneys and. But it's not true. Shut up, Scott. <laughs> it's not true, but it was fun I don't to know. believe in it, you know? I I guess I'm like, would I guess the experiment to me is like, would a kid what is what would be the the what would be the what would be the would the world be a worse place if you got rid of Santa Claus? <laughs> Just in general, yeah. I don't think it would be a worse place, particularly, but I think December would be a lot more boring. Really? Yeah. I mean, not for you. What would be the difference for you? Well, then I like I like the whole. I like it. I like being around it. I like turning on Home Alone and watching a Christmas movie. Although I guess Santa's not really in Home Alone. Yeah, it's not a Santa movie. But I don't know. I get it. Like I I I, I tend to always lose, but. Of the argument and i'm sure that santa's a good thing but i also am like i also am like yeah but we never get to uh, I, I guess for me it's like yeah but come on we've done it for a while like let's just try something different <laughs> like to me it's not the reboot of santa it's the like it's spiggled spiggle tits where's spiggle tits kids go to sleep or spiggle tits work <laughs> He sticks Here his- comes Spiggle Tits. Here comes Spiggle Tits. Right down Spiggle Tits way. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of tired for me. So I'm like, and and then the more the crazier thing for me is just like we could invent something completely different, mm-hmm. right? We could all agree to yep. complete something, start something completely different, and generationally, like just just basically be like, okay, this generation forward will believe in an entire different mythology. And we get to fucking switch it all up and have a good time. And then we get to create new content, new specials. I don't like it. I like <laughs> the old specials. I like the old content. I I, I like to look forward. <laughs> are you uh are you following the Sony hack at all? A little bit, but I'm I mean, I guess on a lot of levels, I'm like, it's how do I put it? It's it's like I don't know. It's not like I mean it's 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 at the end of the day it's kind of a window into 
I think it's a window for a lot of people into, you know, kind of how the business is. Yeah. It's not, I mean. Oh, there's literally nothing, nothing that has come out has surprised me. No. That's why, that's why I haven't really read it because I'm just like, I don't know. I mean, I kind of have seen some headlines. But the thing that's like I'm weary about, Scott, is that the new James Bond script has leaked. Oh. I just don't know how long I can go without reading it. Be a man. <laughs> Wait, be a man and read it? No, just don't read it. <laughs> it's so hard. Scott, it's so hard. But why? Well, like, I, I gave up on reading any scripts that I want to see, any movies that I want to see, probably a long time ago, I was like, I'm not going to read the script because mm-hmm. I'm not going to eliminate what is the greatest part of watching a movie to me, which is not knowing what's going to happen. Right. And to eliminate that, all for to, to, I don't know what, because I finally was like, well, what does reading the script really do for me? Just I guess it guess just lets you know what's happening before you go see it. Right? Yeah, but that's where it's like, that's where it's what's that t- that test that they do with like kids and stuff, where it's like trying to teach a kid where you say like, yeah, a test for like I'll give you a dollar now, mm-hmm. but if you can wait, blah blah blah, I'll give you a dollar fifty later. Like trying to be like, there's a greater benefit if for like, right? There's there's, there's two kinds of people: immediate there's, gratification versus exactly. Yeah. And my point is like. Reading a script is is sort of go, taking the dollar, and I think that you know, hold out and get the dollar fifty because you're gonna have a better experience. Because did you read um, uh, the last one? I didn't read that script now. And and you and you had a really great experience Loved watching it. it. Yeah, had a good time. So don't. I'd recommend it to a friend. Don't do it. All right, fine. It's gonna be so hard. I feel like more shit's gonna come out. Yeah, but like that's Scott, be- they were they were rewriting that script up until as far as the leaks have gone, it looks like in November they were still doing revisions on it. And it shot it started shooting at the end of November. Yeah, but that I mean that's that doesn't I, I wouldn't say that that's any indication. You know, maybe it's an indication you know what it tells of, me it tells me third act's a mess. Maybe maybe it means that they're fucking working really hard to make it really good. Well, How about so. that? How about that? Scott, you really have You've changed I'm, on this I'm podcast. We've watched me suddenly like <laughs> you, calm down. Your heart's grown three sizes. <laughs> this podcast. I don't. I like the whole Sony thing is like. I don't really like jump on reading leak scripts because I'm like I don't know what I'm gonna do. With I that. never read leaks. I don't like to read leak scripts, but for some reason James Bond, it's like mm-hmm. don't do it. Mm-hmm. Stakes mm-hmm. to be a man. Mm-hmm. Be a man, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dumb. So <laughs> be dumb. a man. I want to be a man. Stupid. I want to be. I want to be a boy. Boy. Be a boy with a Bond script. Boy. Boy, boy Bond. I want to be boy Bond. Boy Bond. <laughs> there was a James Bond Junior cartoon. I don't know if you remember that. No, I don't. Yeah, it was a uh, his nephew. It's kind of the thing. It's kind of the sort of thing that I just would not appeal to me. No, I don't think it was meant to appeal to you, <laughs> Scott. I, I feel like it came out probably while you were in high school. Yeah. But it's also like I don't even know if kids would care, because the very essence of Bond is that it's adult, right? Like the very essence of the idea is that it's sort of, it's, it's about being an adult, mm-hmm. you know. Especially 
it is now, but especially in the beginning, it was about sex. Mm. And oh, it was about mm. fucking. Um, so suddenly going like, we've taken this fantastic adult idea and turned it into a child's cartoon. What does little James Bond think? I want to fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to fuck. Fuck. <laughs> da, 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 da. I um, I bought this little this thing that you plug your guitar into. Uh-huh. That you plug headphones into. It's a little, it's like a pod. It's called a Line 6 pod. And what it does is it has searchable tones. So, like, you can search by band, you know. So, if you want to sound like, you want a guitar tone of, so, like. Oh, so, you can tune your guitar to a certain tone. Just to, like, so it would sound like Brian May's guitar in Queen. You know yeah, what I mean? got it. So, Dang but it. the band selections are terrible. Got it. It's like 311, Maroon 5, Hoobastank. <laughs> Whoa. So, then I <laughs> went and searched by by song which is a different list altogether and then they had the back in black tone uh-huh and i was like oh man Angus Young. that's fucking rad and then i was like i've never tried to play that song let me try and play that song and for like the last three days that's all i've been doing around the house is playing Playing black and black Dory's like, what? Why are you all of a sudden just playing ACTC? What, you'd rather I play Maroon 5? What do you want me to do? It's got a tone, it's free. This is who I am, Dory. Back in black. I am back in black. Let me see. It's a sack. Give me that guitar. Let me see if it sounds like anything acoustically. Oh, this is way out of tune. Oh, that's your fault. This is Matt Myro tuning his guitar. Just like all day long. So out of tune, but why is it so out of tune? I don't know. Cause you it's really out of tune, Scott. Well, tune it, fuck. Be a man. <laughs> <laughs> Another riveting episode. No, I just Feed. we can keep talking. I don't need to tune this thing. <laughs> um, do you oh, play it? Do you play it and follow her around? Yeah, I mean, because the you thing like hook, her. you can hook on your belt. So you're just like walking around doing it like a chicken <laughs> hook on your belt. It's <laughs> the greatest thing ever. <laughs> but it made me like, yeah, I got rid of one of my SGs, uh, which is the guitar Angus Young uses. I have three of them. But one of them, they all had different pickups on them. And yeah. The one that had the pickups that angus young uses i got rid of like two weeks ago and now i'm mad at myself for getting you're rid like of it. son of a bitch dory now that i <laughs> now that i have this sweet tunes now that it's like but all... it was such a like weird the, it's like the worst selection of bands i've ever seen in my life well it's like don't you really want like guitar specific stuff like to me back in black is like yeah like that's yeah, a guitar a song yeah 
It's also a guitar-based song. Like, yeah. Like, I would think it would just be a bunch of songs with that feature really great guitarists. Yeah, you would think that. That's what I would think. I would think that, too. And that is not what it is. Not at all. So, that <laughs> is not recommended. <laughs> Scott, it's time for some Feed Breeds. Feed Breeds. Oh, boy, guys. And once again, Feed Breeds section is brought to you by... What? Audible. Oh my God! Hey, hey, Matt. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to call in Audible. <laughs> You're calling in Audible. <laughs> was that? Were you singing Audible as though it was Van Halen's Panama? <laughs> no, but I can <laughs> do it. Audible. AudiblePodcast.com/slash/vib. Yeah, AudiblePodcast.com. Slash Phoebe, everybody. Uh, go there. Get your free audio download just by putting in our little promo code and signing up through there. Uh, this is this is this advertiser Audible obviously makes a lot of sense for us because we're all because we're into books and shit. We like to read. We like to listen. And guess what? We stick those two things together. You get Audible. You get Audible.com. Uh, so this, uh, <laughs> uh, this feed reads uh, today. Uh, we got a couple of recommendations for you, yep. Scott. Uh, I'll start. Oh, okay. I will start. No, I mean I can. No, maybe. you start. I was gonna. I was just gonna start explaining. Oh, you. okay. S- explain, Scott. The book I have chosen. Yeah, it's less of a read and more of a look at and read. It's there are all kinds of books, Matt. Yes, and we we here at Feeb. Feebreeds embrace all of them. Now this book You did that booby book or whatever. So this isn't new territory. Yeah, big book of boobs. Yeah. I think uh, I have. Or maybe Dory maybe get rid of it. <laughs> I don't know. Like, what do you think about this, Dory? It's a big book on boobs. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Toshin. That's the only thing that saves me is that it's from Toshin. Uh so this book is called Humans of New York, Scott, by Brandon Stanton. You're yes. like, what is that? I well, don't know what that is. I'll tell you what it is. He's got a great blog, a, a Tumblr, Humans of New York Tumblr. Yeah. He's a photographer who goes around New York City. <clears throat> That's taking, how this book kind of started. Yeah, exactly. He he goes around New York City taking pictures of, of anyone and everyone, just people he thinks are of interesting, humans. just humans of New York. And what he does with it is he asks them questions and sort of interviews them in which with each picture he puts a little, just a little either line from the interview or a... Or a blurb or just some observation so like for instance scott i'm gonna show you this this image of this guy laying down in the park yeah yeah this that, happy that guy is, with a white beard you're like oh that's, that's a human like new york me well here's his thing he's, he says my wife passed away a few years back her name was barbara i used to call her ba my name was lawrence she used to call me la so when she died i changed my name to bala oh Come on, that's that. You just you would just walk by that guy. You wouldn't get that information from him. No, but everybody's got a backstory. Every human and, being out there. So it's not just a photo. It's yes, you're getting some insight to them as a person. It's great. I cannot recommend this book enough. The blog is amazing. If you want to go to uh, his Tumblr, just Google Humans of New York. Check it out. Brandon Stanton is the man. Uh, the book is great. He does. He has another book out also called The Micro Fashion, which is just he often will run into little tiny kids who are more fashionable than you or I will ever be. 
Ooh, that's not hard. And then, yeah, and then it's just today in micro fashion. So he has a whole book of the micro fashion. And it's pretty great. So awesome. I recommend Brand Stanton's work. Phoebe Phoebe reads. Phoebe reads. Phoebe recommends. <laughs> Audible. Audible. Dumb. Um, all right, mine. Here's my recommendation, Scott. I've been driving around a lot in Los Angeles lately, and I'm seeing a lot of billboards for for a book I believe you've recommended at one point in our lives called this, Unbreakable. One of my favorite. One of yes, no, it's not Unbreakable. It's, it's unbroken, unbroken, rather unbroken. Unbro- unbreakable, starring <laughs> Samuel Jackson. This episode of Phoebe is brought to you by, by 2001, <laughs> a movie from 10, 15 years ago. Uh, it's a book that i've recommended before and i am recommending it this season what i'm saying is over the holiday season do yourself a favor purchase for someone purchase for yourself and read read unbroken by laura hillenbrand have you read it i have not read it. i've never read it i know you keep hey, mentioning it and be I, a man i'm gonna be i don't want to be a man <laughs> i want to be a boy boy so read books boys are books scott I'm a boy. I'm a boy. I want a guitar with my pickups. <laughs> Angus pickups. We have quite possibly <laughs> the worst podcast in the world. <laughs> Angus pickups, boy. I'm a boy. <laughs> we just make each other giggle. That's all we do on this show. If you're so, listening, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so read the book Unbroken. It is a it is a great. Hang book. on, it is Scott. What if I maybe I drive a lot? I'm commuting. I, I can't read it. Well, Matt, oh. you could go to. You could go to audible.com and, and you could go to audiblepodcast.com/slash feed. Do a 14-day trial and download Whoa. Unbroken. Whoa. Because you're going to be driving around for the fucking holidays. You're going to be like, what the fuck? Kids, gather around. Let's listen to this story of yeah, this like, prisoner kids. of war. Hey, kids. This is fucking... This is a hard life. <laughs> this is a hard you fucking life. You think you got a hard life just because I took away your goddamn Facebook? Listen to what this guy went yeah. through. Being a Japanese internment prison, you prick. I, uh, you know, it's just fucked up. You know, you think you got some shit going on because you your friend your won't text you back? Well, look at this guy. This motherfucker survived on a raft in the middle of the ocean. And then he fucking survived a Japanese POW camp. You couldn't survive on a raft I inflated in the kitchen. <laughs> you little prick. <laughs> Be a man. <laughs> Download this book. It's a, it's a great book. And I will say... That I, I part of the reason I was prompted is I've seen the movie and um read the book. Read the book because that book is a great piece of storytelling. Mm-hmm. And every and 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 the I don't necessarily know if you could make a really good movie of that book. Um, but I'm saying that let's let us let us gather around the quality 
of the book. Let's revel in the, the, the great piece of storytelling. Scott? That's what I want. And you know what? If you read the book, if you read all the way through the book, when you get to the end, you don't have to listen to a Coldplay song. That's all I'm saying. Beautiful. <laughs> do, 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 do. Is that Coldplay? <laughs> Isn't that Coldplay? I don't know. Isn't that yellow? I don't know. And it was all yellow. <laughs> you know that song? And it was all audible. <laughs> <laughs> it was all audible. It was all audible. <laughs> uh, Scott, that was a wonderful feed breed. It's great. And you know what? Her other book, Seabiscuit, is fucking great, too. Another example. Like, look. Listen, she, she write is, another book so you can be a Feebreed superstar. She, in my, in my estimation, she is a Feebreed superstar based on those two books. Both of those books are super compelling reads. Excellent storytelling. And neither movie can even get close to it. Can get close to capturing the, like, Page turning, like holy shitness of those books. Scott, she's fucking great. You sold me. Um, movies or not, you sold me, Scott. After I get through the six hundred more pages I have of the Beatles biography, the Beatles minutia, <laughs> reading for God knows how long. George shaved. <laughs> George hasn't shaved yet. They're still young. He's fifteen. Oh my god. Um. George is waiting to shave. Someday he's going to do it. Someday I know he's it. I just know it. Giant beard. Uh, that does it for Phoebe breeds, everybody. That does it uh, for before we before we run out of Phoebe, I just wanted to do a Phoebe sees Phoebe recommendation of something to watch. Okay. I don't know if I've mentioned it before on this show, but I've been recently rewatching a bunch of it. The Prophet on CNBC. <laughs> what is it? Marcus Lemonis, he's a a businessman. Yeah, he goes in and fixes. He buys parts of failing businesses, so he'll like throw down a check for like you know five hundred thousand dollars, a million dollars, whatever, out of his own bank account to own part of a business and then help them fix it. So he comes in and he's like, "You make pretty good donuts, but yeah, yeah. but I think you could make pretty good donuts." All over the world. I think we could make a donut empire. Yeah. Well, actually, he just he's the guy who just bought and reopened Crumbs Bakery. Ah. Remember when Crumbs closed? No. Crumbs Bakery closed. Crumbs is a bakery in New York. There's one in Larchmont. Um, Cupcake gotcha. Bakery. Yeah. He sort of, he very recently, that wasn't even on the show. That was just another side project of his. That's his. Yeah. That's great. It's actually really, it's a fantastic show. I was, Just, you I know was, what it is? It's like, I would describe it as, um, it's like Kitchen Nightmares, but better. Because it has, because this guy is like. <clears throat> in the sense that this guy's actually, actually invested in the show. Yeah, he's or, not coming in and going like, this is a fucking point of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's you not fucking doing that. wash that and put up some new cards. And there, come, there are times on this show where he goes, you people, it, like, this is not going to work. You're not listening to me. I'm, I'm walking. Yeah. Yeah. Guess what, fuck yeah. faces? Like, I'm yeah. taking my money and leaving yep. Yep. because at the end of the day, you got to fucking, we're going to set the bar. Yep. 
and everybody's got to get up to the bar, yeah. and we got to hit this bar, or I'm fucking gone. Marcus Lemonis. I'm I into love that. I I'm love fucking it. Not, I'm going to watch. You know what? Yeah. I'm going to watch it. Yes. I don't want to watch anything. Scott, I don't like using my eyes. Scott, you'll. I think you'll actually enjoy this program. I will. The Prophet. Yeah, The Prophet on some CNBC. On demand. What's that? Is there probably some on demand or something? Yeah, there's definitely some on demands. I'll find it. Of the profit, uh, I will watch that. I don't know if I have a feeb. Oh, you know what I would say? Um, <clears throat> Kevin and I did a whole like screener show yesterday, but the movie I didn't mention that's not really a screener is <clears throat> the Nick Cave documentary, uh, Twenty Thousand Days on Earth, uh, um, which is out through Draft House. It's on iTunes and stuff. And now I guess I am a Nick Cave fan, so I was interested. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's actually, it's really interesting how they even did it where it's like, it's sort of this, it, it almost borders on narrative. Like it's not just a straightforward documentary. Like he has moments where he's like, he's going through, it's his 20,000th day on earth or around there. And he's sort of driving around and, you know, he has moments where he's talking or narrating, but then like there's people who've been in his life, like other people in other bands or like. Kylie Minogue and and like as he's driving around like they'll just suddenly be in his car and they'll have a conversation you know in a documentary way where it's like they're having a conversation about stuff but like it's sort of it's not just like talking heads all the way through yeah like it was really good that's interesting and his music I mean I'm a fan of his music um and I that that is my Phoebe's I love it I love it Nick Cave Nick Cave. 20,000 days. If you haven't Earth. seen Birdman, see it. That's the one I haven't seen yet. I've you haven't seen Birdman? Seen everything else, yeah. Dude. Birdman's my I'm really last interested thing. to find out what you think of that. I'm dying to see that. I mean, I right now, right now, my favorite is uh, Whiplash. Yeah. Did you see it? Yep. Really good. That's like very it. good. It's really good. But, but you I like Birdman the, better. I think the all around, just going by an acting standpoint, Yeah. I think the acting all around in Birdman was like. I really, I do want to see Birdman. That's like the last movie that I'm sort of really dying to see. Well, there you have it. You go read some stuff. Go listen to some audio books. Go read some books. Do it all. That does it for this episode of Phoebe. And you know what, Scott? I feel like since it's the holidays, we should just end this the same way we always do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> During this holiday season. <laughs> In the words of the greatest actors of our generation, Mr. Denzel Washington and Mr. Mark Wahlberg, make, make it, it rain. rain. Oh, my God. Guys, if you want to listen to it, Audible has it. With over 150,000 titles in virtually every genre, you'll find what you're looking for. Get a free audiobook and a 14-day trial by signing up at www.audiblepodcast.com forward slash feed. So go and do it. The people of Audible are people nice of Audible enough. are They support our podcast. They're sticking with us. And you guys support our podcast by listening to it and buying our shirts. Hey, while you're at it, by the way. Go check out the Beverly Hills Phoebe shirts yeah, on merchtable.com slash Phoebe or Phoebe.merchtable.com, actually. Yeah. Uh, grab a shirt, and then when you get your shirt, celebrate by listening to an audio book that you get from audiblepodcast.com forward slash Phoebe. Tell them Scott and Match sent you. There's actually nowhere to actually tell them that. Just like 
Just talk to your computer. It. Just say it to your computer. Yeah. Scott and Matt TV. Do it that exact voice. Scott and Matt TV. Or just take this audio clip and then play it. Play it, it at it. Scott and Matt TV. Uh, guys, thank you. And Audible, thank you. Thank you, too. Thank you, Audible. Audible. <laughs> This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at smodcast.com.